When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of satisfaction out of this first story. Uh, We're going to start with a guy who was spewing a bunch of nonsense white supremacist nonsense on social media mojo and the guy got his ass kicked by a ufc fighter and the entire ordeal was captured on video so let's explain this first before we get to the video that i'm sure everybody wants to see so the fighter's name and that's him right there natan levy he is a eight in one fighter so the dude is good he's talented he fights in the lightweight division of course that's 155 pounds uh, you know weighs more than that though obviously when he isn't uh, in competition he has been with the ufc since 2020 and again he's just a he's an absolute stud and this guy is a world-class fighter who is not a world-class fighter is this guy named Ben, who again was on, there's Ben, bigger guy though, not classically trained, Mojo. He was on social media. Now they were going back and forth, Natan and Ben. Here is one of the things that, uh, that Ben said. Uh, I'll say this first, uh, Nick Fuentes is uh, a popular far-right white supremacist, and he's got uh, white supremacist ideas, and clearly this guy Ben is uh, a fan of Nick Fuentes. Because there's what he said. I'll drive to Vegas any day of the week to spar you on behalf of Nicholas J. Fuentes and America First. With no formal MMA training, should be easy, right? Ben talking with some confidence there. Mojo, guess what happened? Natan and Ben actually agreed to fight. Ben traveled to Las Vegas to Extreme Couture, Randy Couture's Sin City Gym. And the guys sparred. All on video. Take a look. Hi. He's uh, my sparring partner for today. You got no waiver? Waiver is good. It's signed. Everything's good. Ready to go. He hasn't watched film on me. I have striking. I have power. I have the size. It's a classic case of around and find out. So you see, Mojo, it wasn't much of a match uh, once they finally got on the mats. And it seemed like Ben changed his tune as far as what he was saying about the Jewish religion and the Holocaust. And I guess in the end, it seemed like he learned his lesson. Babcock, this video is not at all what I was expecting. Uh, (laughs) It started and kind of ended with a handshake. So hopefully... Some sentiments changed throughout that ass kick, and it certainly seems like it did, but 
you almost want to give a guy credit for trying yeah. to back up what he said, but no, <laughs> but not at all. I don't. The fact that this guy showed up is just blowing my mind. In yes. what universe he thought he had a shot at an eight and one UFC <laughs> fighter is beyond me. Babcock, I am a two sport. Pro athlete, yes. humble brag, two sport pro athlete. <laughs> I would not go messing with a 135 pound UFC yeah. fighter when I weigh 269 pounds, <laughs> literally double the weight. So I don't know what Twitter fingers over there was thinking. I don't either. And you could tell the fighter took it easy oh, yeah. on him, right? I mean, those were essentially love taps. He pretty much big brothered him where he just pinned him down and let him know he could kick the crap out of him if he chose, could have ended that man's existence yep. altogether. But it just makes me think, Babcock, all these people that troll online, they actually think that they could kick someone's yep. ass, that they could put their money where their mouth is. I mean, usually people hide behind that screen because they know there is no way on earth, they would actually have to back right. up what they said. Right. This guy is proof that some of these people actually believe this. And I mean, hats off to the UFC fighter. I am jealous. I would have loved an opportunity to literally fight some of the people that were just relentless against yep. me years in my career. Never got that opportunity, but that's off to our guy here. Yeah, absolutely. I like what you said there, Mojo. I don't know how you know, Natan was able to hold back. And I actually had a chance uh, to talk to him. And, and by the way, nicest guy, like super kind, thoughtful, smart. I asked Natan, I said, hey, how were you actually able to hold back knowing the awful things that this dude, Ben, had said about you and, and your religion? Here was his answer. It wasn't easy. Um, but again, you know, with uh, great power comes great responsibility. And uh, I wanted to teach I wanted to teach him a lesson, but I wanted him to ha still have some brain left to <laughs> take the lesson in and absorb it and maybe learn something uh, in life. And maybe remember the, the Jew that showed him some kindness. And uh, again, you know, maybe the, I hope he changes his mind. I hope he learns something on top of uh, beating him up, which, um, you know, I had to do because he came to my gym, disrespecting my heritage, my religion. Um, but I, after that, I had him sit down with other Christians from the gym. The kids seemed very uh, religious and they just showed him like, this is not what Christianity is about. It's about love, not about hate. Uh, and he had this lesson from Christian and not from, from a Jew, obviously. So I'm happy at that. I hope he changes his mind. I hope he grows up from it. And I hope it uh, teaches some people that when you talk online, there's some consequences. You know, Mojo, he said, he, you know, I hope he remembers the Jew that showed him some kindness. And the reality is that Natani had him in a choke. He was on top of him. He literally could have killed him a number of different ways and no exaggeration there and not suggesting that that's what should have happened. But he could have. Natan was in complete and utter control of of uh, of this guy, Ben. And uh, yeah, you, you hope, I think, ultimately that he sees, look, uh, those are two guys. Doesn't matter. Come from different walks of life. Um, and hopefully that there's some understanding and, and Ben stops spewing this nonsense online now that he's learned his lesson.
Jerry Jones, the master of finding the silver lining. Getting a little bit of uh, blowback, some controversy in, in Jerry's world, Mojo. Uh, also has to do with uh, the arrest of uh, one of Jerry's defensive linemen, Sam Williams. Now, Sam was arrested over uh, the weekend. Now, a uh, couple serious charges here, including uh, unlawful uh, carrying of a weapon, possession of a controlled substance. Oh, and by the way, he was also speeding. He was going uh, 66 miles an hour, so not the fastest uh, speed ever. And nothing compared to his arrest back in December, Mojo, when Sam was pulled over for going upwards of uh, 100 miles an hour, actually had a big crash there in his Camaro. He was going 98 miles an hour to be exact. Well, Jerry met with the media today, Mojo. The topic of Sam Williams' arrest came up and um, Jerry sees an improvement. Take a listen. Last year he drives 100 miles an hour and has a wreck. How do you conjugate all that? How, how do you well, uh, first of all, I'm saying that he is, as, which is more often the case than not, uh, this sounds a little hollow, but he does and is uh, maturing, uh, and he is. Um, the, uh, uh, what was he going, 66? Was he going 66 miles an hour? Last year? No, this year. So he's 34 miles an hour less than this year than he was last year. 98-66, so that's improvement. <laughs> so much, a lot of people have said, hey, look, Jerry, this is not how you should react as the team owner. The guy had uh, allegedly the gun and the drug. I don't know, Mojo. I feel like he just wasn't prepared for this interview, <laughs> had no idea how he was going to answer this question when he was asked that's why it took him so long to right. say anything after the question was delivered and then i think it was another case of once he started talking and went down the rabbit hole he just had to <laughs> continue for some reason then people started laughing and he doubled down and here we are with just a completely ridiculous statement uh, by the owner of probably the most profitable football team yep in the entire league um, has been for a long time actually yeah dude i mean this is not a good thing either way yes it's way going 66 is way better than going 98 especially yeah. depending on what the speed limit is in that particular zone but it doesn't excuse the fact that this is a problem you would hope that somebody after almost losing their life going that fast would kind of fall into line. Right. Speeding is a very easy thing to do. I'm not going to sit over here and oh. act like I've never sped before. I've never gone 65 and a 55 right. or even maybe slightly uh, faster than that. Right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to claim innocent over here, but there was definitely a better way to handle this different comments that, that should have been made here. And, Again, man, just when it's during football season, you can't risk anything, even speeding. It's a huge problem, especially if you have a background with it. But yeah, Jerry Jones doing him no favor with this one. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, Kevin Hart learns the hard way. Maybe it's not the best idea to race an NFL running back, but Kevin did it and now he's hurt in a wheelchair. We're going to hear from the uh, world-famous comedian next on TMZ Sports.
What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, Kevin Hart, running. He is, of course, one of the most famous comedians in the entire world. And look at Kevin right there. Kevin is, he's a good athlete, Mojo. I mean, look at that body. We didn't know that was Kevin Hart. You show you that picture, you might say, hey, this guy is, uh, I, don't, I don't know, an NFL running back or something. Speaking of NFL running backs, Mojo, Kevin Hart, <laughs> I guess he made the mistake of trying to race a former NFL running back, a guy who actually won a Super Bowl alongside Tom Brady. Mojo, it didn't turn out too well for Kevin, and I don't mean that he just lost the race. He got really hurt. I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah. I'm in a wheelchair. Why? Well, because I tried to jump out there and do some young stuff. Steven is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for the New England Patriots. Very good guy. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40-yard dash. 40-yard dash. Guys, I blew all my tore my lower abdomen, I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I tore those two. I can't walk. Sit my ass down. This is 44. <laughs> so he says, this is 44. I don't think I said the name of the running back before, but it was Stephen Ridley. There's uh, Stephen, who was not really known as like a burner. He was more of sort of like a, a, a bulky, you know, in-between-the-tackles type of runner. He's not Tyreek Hill, but still an NFL player, and it, it did not turn out well for Kevin Mojo. No, it didn't. Running a 40 at 44 has never looked <laughs> worse. I mean, challenging my guy, Kid Rid, to a race. I mean, he wasn't challenging a heavy lineman, you know? Right. He, he's challenging a running back to a running race. Running is in the title of the position. So, you know, <laughs> that was probably not going to work out to, for our guy here. I mean, Kevin Hart, a comedian, probably thought it would be pretty funny, probably thought it could be something that maybe he could use in a bit later, but now he really got something he could use in a bit later, probably more than he wanted to use. I mean, I mean, I've run the 40. Even players in the NFL don't want to mess 
with the 40 because of how frequently guys get injured on right. it. I mean, pulling a hamstring. I watch a 40 now to this day, and I cringe just waiting <laughs> for someone's hamstring to pop. That certainly <laughs> happened to me enough times over the years. But but abdominals and adductors, that isn't a frequent injury, I think, from running a 40. It's usually lower body injury. <laughs> so I don't know if Kevin Hart was running too far up, leaning too far back. I don't know what was happening here. It was a mistake, but as per what we normally expect from Kevin Hart, we did get a good laugh out of it, so we got at least that. You know, Mojo, as you were talking, you might have seen on the screen, uh, Kevin Hart, he's no stranger to actually racing the tall guy next to Kevin. That, of course, is the fastest man to ever walk uh, the face of the earth, uh, Usain Bolt. Kevin Hart got what looked like a 30-yard head start in this race, and Usain still made it a close race. That's how fast he is. So, uh, yeah, Kevin Hart, he's raced before. Obviously, this one didn't uh, didn't go like the last one. Stephen Ridley Mojo actually did respond uh, to what Kevin said on social media, too. Here's what he said. He said, I saw Tom Brady do it at your age, so I figured you had the juice, too, big bro. My bad, Kevin Hart. Heal up and keep making us all laugh. I'm sure that this is going to work its way into his uh, his next comedy show. Mojo, uh, Jimmy Butler. Of course, Jimmy Butler is one of the absolute best basketball players in the world. You're probably saying, why is he in a, uh, in a tennis uniform then? Because, Mojo, Jimmy Buckets is a multi-talented athlete, and he can play more than just basketball. And I got the proof. So, Mojo, uh, obviously the U.S. Open is about to go down in Queens, New York. And before the Open, there was a charity match in Queens called Stars of the Open. And uh, the world's best tennis player, Carlos Alcarez from Spain, 20 years old. Look at Jimmy. He's he's just dwarfing all of those other ball people, Mojo. But uh, Jimmy was acting as the honorary ball boy. And all of a sudden, he found himself actually playing in the tennis match. And Mojo, scored a point on the best player in the world. Take a look. Again? I think I can get him. Tell me what to do. Drop shot, got it. Nuh-uh, that ain't gonna cut it. Okay. Okay, drop shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking uh, Alcaraz wasn't giving it 100%. But. No, absolutely not, Babcock, because Alcaraz was giving it 150%. That was the best effort imaginable from the best player in the world. Correction, the second best player yes. in the world. Now Jimmy Buckets is the best player in the world at tennis. One of the best in basketball, yeah. but the undisputed number one in tennis. I oh, yeah. think now we have to prepare for a change of sports. Jimmy yeah. Buckets, what, what is the tennis name for right, that? For what buckets. is the equivalent yeah. here? Jimmy Rackets. J- Jimmy, Jimmy Rackets. Jimmy I got Rackets a, that wasn't won. my idea. That was Steve, our producer. I'm not going to take credit, but that was great. Jimmy Rackets. He is now, you've got you've to figure, Mojo, he is now instantly the favorite to win the U.S. Open. Um, a major, uh, incredible, incredible first tournament it would be for, for uh, Jimmy to, to win such a prestigious tournament, the most prestigious American tennis tournament in the world. That guy, by the way, Carlos Alcaraz, he's only 20, like I said. He is going to be, in my mind, he's going to be one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Like, top five tennis player of all time. 
When we do TMZ Sports 15 years from now, Mojo, we are going to call back to this, and you are going to see an absolute legend and Jimmy Butler scored a point on it. And at best, he'll be number two. All right, Mojo, before we go, uh, Super Bowl rings for the Wags. So uh, Aaron Donald, of course, won uh, Super Bowl ring his first as a member of the Los Angeles Rams. There he is kissing his beautiful wife, Erica, of course, in February of 2022. So not last season, the season before. Uh, really good Super Bowl out here in L.A. And uh, the Rams obviously beat the Bengals. So uh, Erica didn't get a Super Bowl ring, but Aaron and Erica, they fixed that. So they went to Moe's Diamonds Mojo, and they got this uh, really cool ring for Erica. It's got yellow and blue sapphires, of course, to match the Rams' colors. Uh, it's got diamonds, about three carats of diamonds, as a matter of fact. The ring was appraised at around $17,000. So uh, really a nice ring, Mojo, and now uh, she's got her very own unique Super Bowl ring. Pretty cool stuff. And just like that, Erica Donald becomes the most hated wife <laughs> of any NFL football player currently right. in the league. Well, well now they, they all got to get them. Now yeah. they're going to have to buy their <laughs> wives the same one. Dagger, right. total negative to the league. Uh, <laughs> but you know what, Mojo? No one's going to do playing. a darn. Mojo, no one's going to do a darn thing to Aaron Donald. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool stuff. We'll see uh, if the trend catches on. Mojo, we've got to go. we got a big show tomorrow, though. Of course, we talked, and you called this absolutely correctly, Sugar Shot O'Malley at UFC 292 with an absolutely beautiful KO punch uh, on Aljamain Sterling. And uh, there he was finishing things up. Well, tomorrow, Mojo, Sugar gonna join us. The champ is here. We're going to talk to Sugar tomorrow. Uh, about how things have changed since he became UFC champion. Should be pretty great. Yoga on the show tomorrow and Mojo making his triumphant return to the office. Prepare Charles right now while I prepare for my inside voice where tomorrow will be. <laughs>